Because the end of it all, it's not about you, your ego, or your big sword. It's about others. It always has been. It always will be. Dig for what's not being said. Understand their perspective. Change the way it's always been done. And when we do so, we'll create a different world. Hello, hello, construction professionals. Welcome to the podcast where we flip the script on what it means to live, breathe, and lead construction today. In this podcast series, we unpack how great construction can really be when you lead with humanity, put people first, and drop the bullshit of the way it's always been done. Our world has changed, our conversations have changed, and it's time construction catches up. Hello, hello. What's going on, professionals? Welcome to another episode. People first, then construction. Today's episode is going to be super fun, super real, authentic, and probably pretty challenging. I'm going to talk about some shit that others really don't want to hear. Episode sponsor. Today's episode is brought to you by Intelligent Change Products, superior productivity planners, journaling. There's a product out there called the Five Minute Journal. It's exactly what it says it is. Five minutes in the morning, five minutes in the evening, should you wish. It's almost like a mental detox to help realign your mind and reset, reconfigure, and set yourself up for success for the next day. Super cool. They really are amazing products. Check it out. Link will be in the description. Use product code Jonathan10 for 10% savings. So the underpinned message for today is it's not about you. And what we're going to do is become hyper curious about other individuals. Well, what the hell are you talking about, Jonathan? Okay, here's the scenario. How many times do you go into a media discussion fired up, ready to rip that person's head off and tell them, fuck, this is how it's going to be. And they're going to listen to your point. And, 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 okay, maybe sometimes maybe it's not that strong yet. I'm sure you go into a meeting and saying, what the fuck does this guy want? We've talked about this 10 times and he still doesn't get it. Seriously, what the fuck? It's a waste of my time. And that narrative goes on and on. You validate your point of view and you really don't give a shit about the other perspective. Because after all, yours is right anyways. You believe in your game plan. You believe that if you reverberate what you've already said one more time, maybe using different words, different tonalities, perhaps even louder, maybe this time it'll land, right? Perhaps they'll fucking get it. Don't you say that to yourself already? Fuck, what do they want? Well, how loud do I got to speak this time before they fucking get it? It doesn't matter. I mean, all you know in your mind is you're going to make them wrong or at least blame someone else. Whether that person's there or not to validate or provide that knowledge is a different story. But you're going to blame somebody else. You're going to volley it back to them. Whatever happens, you're going to ensure that your point is delivered like a bomb because after all, you're right. Well, I'm about to flip the script and suggest another perspective. What if I suggested it didn't matter who was right or wrong? Because truly nobody gives a shit about being right or wrong Except you anyways. It's only going to fluff your ego, make you feel good, and tell your story about how you really laid that guy out. You're going to tell everybody how you really ripped that guy a new asshole and you made him feel like a piece of shit. And guess what? Stop being such a dick because nobody gives a shit anyways. Nobody cares how great you are. Except for you. What people do care about is how you make them feel. People care that you understand them, that you hear them, that you see them. That's what matters. So what if you showed up differently with confidence and competence instead of arrogance and cockiness? How does that change things? Look, if you're still with me, I'm honored. It shows humility, at least an interest to get better. Because those that have left, well, they left for their own valid reasons. 
Here's the thing I want to leave you with. Every human being squeaks out information. It's up to us to gravitate to that, to get that, to look for that, to listen for that. Well, how the hell do we do that? It's the tonality, it's the body language, the posture, it's the movements. It happens so fast that we don't even pick it up half the time because we're so damn consumed in what's going on inside our own head and our own world that you miss it. And I invite you to think differently for a moment. Challenge the status quo. Do it differently. That means you might have to shut up and listen. That means you might have to dig for for what's not being said. And that's the thing here. That's what we're going to take away from today. It's digging for what's not being said. When somebody comes to you with an issue, stop. Ask yourself what's really going on here. Every human being has an intention. Yet oftentimes in the project world, time, scope, money is sort of what's used as that bait, that armor up front to say, you know, this is the issue. You owe me money. You owe me scope. On and on and on. You, you, you. Volley it to them. Pinpoint it to one or two things. What's thrown out in front of you is really not what's going on. So what am I talking about? Okay, here's, a, here's the scenario. Let's, let's do a scenario. What if you had a project that was completed four years ago and the books were done, the job metrics are the job metrics, and the client comes back to you and says, I want a credit that wasn't applied four years ago. How do you react? Well, be honest. How do you react? You probably tell him to go fuck himself. The job is completed and you got all the money and credits and stop wasting your fucking time and do something different, right? Sound correct? Am I speaking your language? That's oftentimes what happens. And you hope it goes away. And it might for a short period of time. Yet you know as well as I do, the lingering shit is the lingering shit. And the lingering shit fucking stinks. And it doesn't go away. No matter how much you hope the universe lets that one go away, it doesn't. So of course, you got to take it on. What do you do? The discussions occur. You provide the transparent documents. You vividly share all the information you have illustrating the financials and things, how things get applied, it becomes tremendously clear there's no credit. It was realized it should have been a closed case. Like we're talking about, you know, you can share all the vividly clear documents that there's no credits. Everything was sort of buttoned up. So fuck off, buddy, and leave me alone, right? And yet the matter is still the matter. And the client calls another meeting, this time with big people, which means nothing more than more perspectives to navigate through. People who are originally involved are either there or not there or silence for some reason. The bottom line is they call a meeting and they want their money. And you tell them there's no money to give. So what do you do next? Yell and scream, pull a Jerry Maguire from the table upside down and say, fuck this, we're out. Yeah, you could. How well does that serve? And you can go and say, we're never going to work with this asshole again. Maybe reality is, if we're talking construction, construction is a much smaller realm than we all want to believe. And at the end of it all, your reputation is all you've got. So be conscious, be aware of how you act, how you react. So I invite you to take a different approach for a moment. If we know what's going on, they're looking for money. Is there money? The answer is no. What do you do? Start with a deep breath. Seriously. You can do this quietly in front of you. You can do it in the meeting. Just take a deep breath. Inhale and exhale super slowly and super long. So what you're doing when you're, exter- when you're exhaling slowly is you're calming your sympathetic nervous system. That's the fight or flight, the stress part of your nervous system. You're bringing a sense of calm. And then you're going to shift everything else. You're going to sit up, shoulders back, chin up, open your airwaves, speak clearly, concisely, and succinctly. Keep your information objective. 
Listen, identify the information so that other parties can process it. The brain likes information, so give them the information. But speak slowly and stay away from the subjective thoughts. After all, they're your thoughts anyways, and right now they're not going to serve anybody well. So keep your opinions to, your, to yourself. That's why they're called opinions. And what happens next is you shut up and you listen and you create space for silence. Rather than listening to the sound of your own voice, as wonderful as it sounds, shut the hell up for a moment. Why? Why bother, Jonathan? I'm such an angry bear right now, I just want to rip their heads off. Right, and I'm going to invite you to do something different and dig for what's not being said. If there's no money to, to give, communicate that clearly and with a downward inflection of your voice. Look, guys, I appreciate everything you're saying. There's no money to give. And pause. And see how that sticks? It sort of engages sh stuff like, holy shit, they're right. Rather than saying like, the fuck, I don't have any more money to give you. It's all done. And that's open-ended. That's leaving space for you're full of shit. So once you use the downward inflection to suggest that there's no negotiation, it's a hard no. There's no more money to give. What happens next is you take action to ask clarifying questions. Here's questions that might lead to insights. Look, we want to co-create a different reality. We want to understand what's actually going on in their world without making the assumptions. Because we know how terrible assumptions can be. So how do you understand? You ask questions. What's our main objective? Look, what are we actually trying to achieve here? Okay, cool. Got it. How do we know we're going to get there? What are the metrics to check the boxes say, bingo, we got that. Continue. Here's another one. What would need to be true to have this issue resolved? It piggybacks that. How do we know we're going to get there? Okay, good. So that if, if we achieve this metric and this fact is true, then we consider this issue resolved. We can all agree to that. You get buy-in. Attempting to understand somebody else's perspective changes the game. Like, where's the real holdup? Is it money? Probably not. If it's taken four years to come back, the money really can't be that important. Because if it was, it would have happened a lot sooner. So what else is there? What's the pressure they're feeling from their end? You don't know unless you ask. What's really going on in their world? What's keeping them up at night? What's causing them to have this conversation 10 times? Look, there's something else there. They're being leveraged and squeezed from their end. Money seems to be the easy thing. Ah, you know what? If we get money, money is going to solve the problem. Money is probably not going to solve the problem. It might. It might be a contributing factor to the problem, but is it actually going to solve the problem? Or is it going to set a precedence and that's how we're going to solve every issue? We're going to throw money at the issue. When you dig for what's not being said, the world shows up. Propose solution-oriented questions. It's really easy to provide unsolicited information to somebody and nobody gives a shit because you're talking again. So how do you break that barrier? You ask for permission. May I share an observation? I have a suggestion. Would it serve well? May I suggest something that comes to mind? If I understand the true issue, perhaps I can share something which worked in the past that may serve relevance to our situation. You see how these invite deeper thinking? We're not just battling back and forth, but whose sword is longer? And who can scream louder? And who's got more money to give? Like the reality is, four years later, you ain't going to have the money to give anyways. 
And all it's going to suggest is that, well, you know, next time there's an issue, we'll just throw some money at it and maybe it'll go away. Why don't you dig for what's not being said to truly understand the issue so you can learn from it so you don't make the same mistake twice. Maybe it wasn't your mistake, but you know what? It's a project mistake that needs to be dug into. Look, when we seek to understand others, we truly hear them and we see them and we become part of their world. We can co-create a new reality because at the end of it all, it's not about you, your ego or your big sword. It's about others. It always has been. It always will be. Dig for what's not being said. Understand their perspective. Change the way it's always been done. And when we do so, we'll create a different world. Construction will operate with humility and humanity. People will be respected for people and not widgets. Cultural, socioeconomic barriers will be removed. People are going to feel safe and appreciated for the work they do. And this starts by digging for what's not being said. When you truly understand the human being that's in front of you, everything else shifts. So that's what I got for today. I truly appreciate you. I truly appreciate you spending the time being here with me. If you like what you heard, be kind. Share it with somebody else that may be of benefit. You are wonderful. I appreciate you. I truly invite you to dig for what's not being said, to understand the person on the other side of the table. And when you do that, wow, will you see the difference. Anyhow, thanks for being here. Until we connect again, be well and do something great. Great.